You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Looking for the Panama City Sunrise! Cole got all of it into the cover! Adam Cole picks up the win! Here is your winner, Adam Cole! What a match! For all intents and purposes, Pat McAfee had no business doing what he did tonight. But from the look in Adam Cole's eyes, even Cole's beginning to believe. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline. We're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. Specifically, NXT TakeOver 30, or Triple X, if you're into those Vin Diesel movies from the early 2000s. Nobody is. So, TakeOver 30 it is. Uh, We did not talk about last week's episode of NXT, or we're not going to, I guess. Uh, in great detail, but um, Jacqueline, you said you have our bases covered on the important things that went down? Just a few things to set up for TakeOver and also some wild predictions I have because it wouldn't be a show without some crazy-ass shit from me. Excuse my language. (laughs) We're getting there early tonight. Yes. Okay. So first we start off um, Johnny Gargano versus Ridge Holland. Johnny Gargano wins, so he's in the ladder match. Woohoo! Yes. Um, next, we have uh, Dakota versus Jesse. I would like to say, Jesse, uh, we I have not seen her since I used to frequent the house shows. She was like a mainstay on a few of them. So yep. good to see her getting some TV time. The thing of note about that match, Ronkel Gonzalez comes out at the end. What? Very yes. cool. Um, uh, Tegan Knox backstage setting up Candace's next rivalry. Excited for that one. The Big highlight of this match of or of this episode was the six man tag team with Legato del Fantasma versus uh, Brizango and Swerve, and I really thought it was going to be Escobar versus Swerve at Takeover. Really, I don't know where I got that from, but really said it, which didn't actually happen. Same I here. built it up in my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems so natural, but it, it was a fan. But it was an absolutely fantastic match, and Legato del Fantasma just continues to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, very surprising how great Pat McAfee is on the mic. Yep. Um, like he is strong. Yes, very. Greatly appreciate it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, also one thing of note uh, during this uh, when they're when it's undisputed era versus you know coming out with McAfee and his guys. Two yeah. things to note that still one that confused the hell out of me and one that's just kind of a side note. Uh, undisputed era still getting booed when they come out. So. Uh, Adam Cole, you are not the baby face. Um, and then also, <laughs> unless in the crowd, he is, yes. <laughs> how is he? He has wrestlers booing him. I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, don't me understand. 
Um, the other thing, uh, Bugenhagen, you see him a lot in the audience. He's on like that raw underground or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And man, his arms are just getting ginormous. I just have to point that out. Like, cause he is getting like just huge. Trying like, to get noticed by the old man, probably. Probably like, well, I noticed he has the bright green headband on every week and his arms are just like ridiculous. Definitely anyway. trying to get noticed by the old man then who turned, by the way, 75 years old the other day. God, the dementia is strong with him. Um, <laughs> it sure is. Sorry. Um, no, no, don't be sorry for that. That's true. <laughs> don't don't be sorry for stating facts. <laughs> um, there's a women's tag team match. It has uh, uh, Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez versus Rhea and Shotzi um, uh, Blackheart. And here's where my wild prediction comes in. This upcoming Sunday is uh, uh, some kind of pay-per-view i don't know a payback SummerSlam. payback maybe yeah that like sounds that. right um and and uh the women's tag team champion uh belts are going to be up for uh to defend mm-hmm. with sasha and bailey yes and um i think they're coming to nxt no basis for that other Just, than they've been trying to build up their women's tag roster they've been doing so a think- lot of women's tags yeah so I think it's happening, and especially because they're definitely, yeah, because Bailey and Sasha are going to turn on each other. It's going to be a thing, and I think they're coming to NXT. Okay. So that's that's my prediction there. Um, last match is Finn Balor versus um, the other guy for the last spot in the ladder match, and Finn Balor shockingly loses. That is pretty um, weird. I, I have... Ugh, I did not like it. No. And then Timothy Thatcher comes in out of nowhere. I'm like, what is happening? So much craziness. Um, I did enjoy the end of this, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, uh, what's his face? Cameron Grimes. Ah, uh, yes. I don't like him, but he's kind of growing on me. To the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. All right. <laughs> and that brings us to TakeOver. The 30th TakeOver. 30th TakeOver. And I do start with the pre-show match. Oh, okay. I did not see the pre-show match. So what did they? Oh. what do they do okay. there? It is a, uh, I don't know the differences between the, like a three-way match or a triple threat match. I don't understand them. Eh, but basically, yeah. it's three tag teams up for the number one contenders match. Okay. Number one contender for the belt. So um, it was uh, Brizango, Legato Del Fantasma, and the Brit and Brawlers. Okay. So you start off with Fandango, Lorcan, and Mendoza. So, and they're pretty great. Mendoza just goes wild, showing off his skills pretty fast. Um, Fandango took him out, um, but Wild goes in um, for a ride to the outside. I don't know what I'm talking about. Fandango, <laughs> F- Fandango's not normally clean shaven, I think, and it's freaking me out um, that oh, he that's is here. Weird. Yeah, right. It's, I don't like it. Lor- Lorcan and Fandango now exchanging moves and facial expressions. Uh, nice. Wild uh, trying really hard for the win. Um, Birch has not been in yet. Only team to not get a tag. Here it is. Birch coming in hot and ready to kick some ass. Birch just making Wild pay for what he did to Lorcan. Mendoza ruins the pin and takes Birch out of the equation. Brizango getting Mendoza for two, but Wild coming in to make sure his team is still alive. Wild getting a near fall, but everyone breaking it up. And then Brizango wins. They literally just had the chance to take the belts. Great match, wrong outcome. Yeah, this really should have been Legato Del Fantasma, I think. Honestly, I think it should have been Brit and Brawlers. Oh, I mean, that would have been a good choice too. I mean, I know you're, I know you're yeah. kind of like doing this like uh, 
this like fantasy booking scenario where Fanta- like, uh, like oh, Adele, yeah. Phantasma and Imperium are kind of like the, you know, opposite sides of the same coin type situation. Yes. Um, so yeah, maybe it, and you could be right. Maybe it'd be too early for them. And Brit and Brawlers, I think would, mm-hmm. uh, God, that would be a great match too uh, against Imperium. It really would, and and I think, and especially if like uh, Legato Del Fantasma eventually took it from the Brit and Brawlers, like that would just be fun. Um, uh, did you give this so. one a score? Because Grapple does have a score for this match. I did. I gave it a three and a quarter. Oh, Grapple gave it two point nine. Ooh, no! This is the first time I really felt well. Besides the the six man tag team on the the, the episode prior to this, mm-hmm. where like the like some of those lucha skills really came out, and I thought yeah. that it really made them shine. Yeah. Um, that's just me. Yeah, Gra- lo- uh, Grapple basically okay. gave it a three, but I mean, yeah, yeah, not not too bad. And I love a good Brit and Brawlers match. Mm-hmm. They deserve so much better. But agreed. That's where we are. All right. Wow. I took a lot of ma- notes for this next one. Ah, uh, the opener. Um, yeah, the opener. Um, so we get uh, Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher because Timothy Thatcher came out of nowhere to ruin Balor's chances of getting into the ladder match. Yes. And now they're feuding as happens. Um, sure. Sure. So I start here with not sure why we have this match. It should have been Finn in the ladder match. Just blanket statements. Yeah. Um, these one. guys start. Yeah. These guys starting quickly, very low to the mat to begin with, and Thatcher using his height to his advantage. This is a Thatcher match here. Slow, lots of holds. Now Thatcher flipped out of the ring and getting more into Finn style. Finn's leg being twisted in a way it absolutely should not be moved. Baylor squirming out of the bow and arrow to a pin for two. Finn getting back into the game here, but Thatcher putting him in an arm twist thing. Very technical terms. Yes. Uh... (laughs) Thatcher's moving Finn's other arm in an unnatural way. Finn has had, like, no offense here, really. Mm-hmm. Baylor finally getting in a drop kick after he and Thatcher have been going back and forth so much. Both are down. This should end in a count out, and then they're both in the ladder match. That was just, more, re- just more rewriting blanket, things as we go. More blanket statements. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's another one. I don't know why Beth is the only NXT announcer on tonight. Not really doing it for me. Not yeah. Beth. The other guys. I don't know why they were there. They were very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so many counters and battling for control. Finn picking Thatcher up and planting him on the mat and then misses on the coup de gras. Thatcher changing strategy and going to kicks, but Finn responding to it. Seeing more moves now as opposed to holds. Back to holds. <laughs> but Finn gets through and stomps on Thatcher's chest. Taking a long time for Finn to get up, but lands the coup de gras into the 1916 and Finn wins. Was a bit nervous about this match. Still not sure why it happened. It was good. It showed Finn in a different style, which I thought was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Thatcher is just kind of a really bad, bad guy. But he yeah. has great facial expressions. Yes. Yep. Um, I like this yeah. match. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the story that they did with Finn trying to... to outdo Thatcher at his own style but Thatcher of course it's his style so he was superior but uh, you know Finn gutted it out uh, did well enough for himself and then kind of reverted to his style I like that they sort of had Thatcher try to meet him on his own playing field too Um, but it never works out for the guy who's trying to do that Uh, Finn getting the win here Uh, I feel like Timothy Thatcher as a villain has sort of been deflated here. Uh, they well, really, they really oh. started him out hot when they had him uh-huh. get riddled. Beat Matt Riddle. Yeah. 
And then after that, it's sort of just been him losing to people. So well, and that's kind of my thing. Like, if he was, if Finn Balor, if Finn wasn't going to like put him over or whatever it's called, yes. Why have this match? It made no sense. Yeah, I think this was the well. I think it's because they aren't going to be doing anything much with Thatcher, and they wanted Finn to get. Uh, they wanted Finn to get something back after he had to lose on TV the other week. So. Mm. That's my guess. Uh, I went three and a quarter stars with this. Oh, me too. All right. Uh, and Grapple, a 3.3. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. This is a cool. good, friendly way to start things off. It is. Oh, I have lots of notes for the next one, like like almost double. Oh, a ton Sorry. went on in that match, yes. There was so much. I don't think I kept up. but And, yeah. of course, there's lots of my own commentary in here. So Yes. All right, ladder match. Boom, boom, boom. So first we get a, um, a promo beforehand, though. And honestly, after it, Cameron Grimes, um, I kind of was rooting for him because he's such a fun and pompous guy. Yes. And he would be so much fun with it, with having a title. like Lots of to the moon references in this match. Yeah, yeah. He would be like, oh, boy, boy, howdy. I don't even know how he talks, but that's in my <laughs> that's head close. what he sounds like. That's, that's close. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so here's my commentary on this. So I still think we need at least one more person in this. Five's a weird number. Yeah. Uh, I wish Loomis makes a surprise appearance. He didn't, but I was still hoping out. Yeah. Uh, hoping it would happen. Okay. Um, okay, it sounded like Johnny and Bronson have new music. Definitely new jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Damian Priest came out in, like, some horrible chain metal. Cameron Grimes also with Silver Gear update. Yeah, it was weird. They were, like, theming to oh, each other. Yes. Okay. All right. The match finally starts. <laughs> done, done talking about outfits. Uh, Priest getting right to business here. Reed and Priest clear the ring, but not for long. Lots of things happening, and Cameron Grimes adding his own sound effects. Grimes takes out basically a step ladder and is upset about it. It was very small. Oh, ladder. yeah. He, he goes, he who put cuts. this here? Yeah. Good question. Uh, priest finding an adult ladder, but Grimes using it to his advantage. Gargano the first to actually try and set up a ladder, but Priest ruining that. Reed and Priest are pretty great together. Uh, they really are. They they do have good matches and good moments. Um, Grimes pushing pushing people off a ladder and climbing up, uh, which uh, climb he climbed up two, which just seems silly uh, as he gets pulled into a split. Ladders yeah. actually being thrown at each other. If ladders are light enough to be thrown, they are not sturdy enough to be climbed. <laughs> I, I just think that's smart science rule, there. Uh, rule of thumb, yes. Yeah. Uh, Grimes and Reed also doing really well against each other. Johnny using his size to his advantage. Gargano trying to distract everyone so he can win. The bad guys now do going against the good guys, so it's three on two. Still weird that Priest is a good guy. Yeah. Priest. Oh, God. <laughs> Priest turning the tables now, and everyone is in the corner with the ladders, and Reed takes them all out. Reed had Grimes on his shoulder, shoulders. Pre Priest and Guy were in the corner, and Reed takes them all out on his shoulders. Bananas. Oh, yeah. He just took, like, four people down by in one fell swoop there. Crazy. Yep. Uh, Priest so close for the belt, but not quite. Priest sweeping the leg of a competitor while on the ladder. He is impressive. He did really well in this match. Gargano has a well-timed super kick against Priest. I want this match to end with Reed climbing the ladder with people on his back to win, but probably <laughs> not what will happen. Uh, ladders God, being used, right? <laughs> ladders being used again as weapons and a poor ref on the outside in the mix. 
Johnny Gargano and Cameron Grimes do this great flippy thing on the outside that resembles some kind of a Spanish fly. I don't know what the hell it was, but they basically caught each other and then like flipped around each other. Yes, Cameron Grimes does this uh, often in matches. He did it once with uh, Keith Lee and it was very spectacular looking as well. He usually does it in the ring, but yeah, this was a fancy one on the outside. Yeah, it looked painful, (laughs) but also cool. Yes. Um, And Reed goes through the ropes to take everyone out. Priestin grimes in the ring and he climbs a ladder leaning on the ropes to take everyone out on the outside. Jesus just going for it here. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I, yeah. Oh, then the the most bananas thing. Candace stop comes out and she stops Grimes from climbing the ladder and ruining his hopes. Mm-hmm. She took Grimes off the apron with a her karana, I think that's how you say it. Correct. To take yes. so yeah, cool. To take so many people out. Candace is so badass and I think that needs to be recognized. Yeah. Okay, so Reed at the top of the ladder with Candace on his back, and they jump off together onto Gargano. <laughs> crazy. My God, Candace's fearlessness needs to be acknowledged and celebrated. Like, she is amazing. Like, She's insane. Who would be like, yeah. yeah, like, who would be like, yeah, okay, I let me just hold on to your neck while you jump off this ladder onto my husband. Yeah. <sighs> She is, Everyone- she has done things that a lot of people would, I mean, if they aren't familiar with, what she yeah. did before WWE. She's done, a, there's like a famous Candace photo from the Indies where her face is covered in blood because she did like a, a bleeding thing. And like, she's done like hardcore matches and things like that too, which are just crazy. Uh, yeah. She got super kicked by the Young Bucks where the Young Bucks were wearing uh, boots that had thumbtacks on the bottom of them. My God. Uh, she's literally a crazy person which you would never ever 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 imagine looking at her or if you've ever listened to her talk or anything she's she is you know like the she's sweetest a- person yeah so anyway i just i she was my mvp of this match she's awesome um yeah. okay back to the match though everyone climbing ladders now grimes too far away but gets knocked onto the close closer ladder yeah he like jumped ladders Mm -hmm. which was kind of cool really thought grimes was going to have it everyone getting really close to the title but no one grasping it until priest puts hands on it but gets distracted grimes getting closer but gargano putting him into a ladder there and i think both are injured i don't remember exactly what happens but i guess they fell yeah. Or something happened yeah (laughs) but johnny's flip from one ladder to the other looked really cool Gargano gets driven into Priest, who is laying on a ladder on the outside of the ring. Bronson tipping over the tall ladder to send folks flying here. Bronson with hands on the title, but Grimes using the smaller ladder to throw Reed off. And you think Grimes is going to win, but then Johnny there to throw him off. And Priest finally arrives, plays tug of war, and finally gets the title. Priest, our new man title holder, or a new North American title holder. And I am shocked, but this was a good match overall. Super fun. Lots of action. And yeah, I have it here again. Candace, the MVP. Yeah, so. I agree. Candace is amazing. She's. There were just so many ladders in this match. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. They liked. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you've seen WWE before, but they like to really hit it over the head, what it is they... that you're watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I thought this match was good, but oh. I feel like it went on for too long. Uh, hmm. I thought there was a good window to end the match after the big Bronson Reed Candice thing. And as you know, the match went on for quite some time after that. 
Um, yes. And they did a whole lot of the will they, won't they, will they, won't they. This guy's about to grab the belt, but another dude pops his head up from behind all of a sudden. They did that mm-hmm. a bunch of times. And yes. um, it's clearly like that shot, but they mm-hmm. did it a, a few too many times for my liking. There was a lot of creativity in here. I liked a big yes. chunk of this match. I thought Bronson Reed looked particularly good in this match, too. He did. All, yes. I, all I could think of when I saw the results for this show uh, was think that this must be Jacqueline's nightmare show because two because there are two acts on this show that she does not particularly care for very much and they both walked out of here with titles so um and i i felt the same exact way but yeah. priest priest looked good in this match i just don't know he really why did. he's a good guy uh, yeah i don't know why he's a good guy and my other thing too is that he's had so many chances for it like it's almost yeah. like okay let him cool off and then go back yeah and then to be honest his celebration that they show later is kind of douchey uh, yeah. like in not the, a fan in the jacuzzi with the the bikini the girls. girls, yeah, yeah, that is a bad guy celebration. Yeah, so I thought I thought this was good. Everybody worked really hard, but I thought uh, Bronson Reed was a standout and Candice LeRae was a standout, uh, and Johnny Gargano, of course, was a standout with because those oh, two together are those two together unstoppable. Are fan- they're fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also actually really liked Cameron Grimes in this match. Oh yeah, said, yeah. Like yeah, he's growing on me as a character. I think. Uh, and I'll give uh, I'll even give Corey Graves credit on the announce team when Candice ran in to uh, stop Cameron Grimes, and his suggestion was maybe she wants directions to the moon. Uh, oh. So I chuckled at that, uh, <laughs> but I only gave this match three and a quarter. Oh, okay. I went a little higher. I went three and three quarters. And okay. And grapple went 3.73. All right. So I'm the, I'm the odd person out here. Grapple, you and grapple on the same page there. Yeah. Well, I really, you know what? I think I had such low expectations for this match. Yes. Um. So I think it just surpassed it. Well, speaking of matches that I had low expectations for, but... Uh, came away more impressed. I don't know. Let's let's talk about the next match. So we get Pat McAfee. Yeah, Adam Adam Cole and Patrick right. McAfee. Um, so Cole coming out with all his boys. Yeah. Yes. So Cole, but Cole comes out with all of Undisputed Era, and the green trunks are in use tonight. I feel like those only come out on special occasions. Yeah, I, I call them the John Deere tights. Uh, yeah. That's what they. I think those are the colors he's got. Green and gold, yes. Yes. Um, McAfee's posse has Cole sucks shirts on. <laughs> oh, something I didn't mention in the last from the last episode. It was mm. in my notes, um, but I'm gonna just mention it again. There's one guy who's with Pat McAfee, and I don't know any of their names. I know they're all football players. I don't know football. I just apologize. But there's one guy. Uh, I will only refer to him, even if I learn his name, as. Uh, bad guy from Mighty Ducks 2 because he looks like him. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but I know, yeah. know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. It, okay. The resemblance is real. Okay. Um, so I like that Pat announces himself before he came out. Yes. Um, and his music is all right. Not sure where that came from, but yeah, it's fine. Um, McAfee coming out with his uh, group, but they gave him the spotlight, even though he was told uh, not that he needs to come alone. Yep. Because uh, he's the bad Drake, guy, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drake refereeing looking more tan than usual. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he 
orange so practically. Tan. Like he, it's unnatural tan. Yeah. Someone has to have an intervention with that man. Oh, absolutely. Um, Cole has McAfee in a hold and Pat picking up Cole. McAfee doing a thing here. Yep, real technical. And he's just really <laughs> feeling himself and his team trying to give him water while he's in the corner. Uh, like it's a boxing match. Yes. <laughs> um, Pat getting out of the ring and the count finally starts. Took a long time. Mm-hmm. All the groups are out and security comes out to break everyone up before anyone can do anything. But Pat flipping off the top rope to take everyone down, including his own friends. Yep. Uh, McAfee gets Cole in the corner for some kicks he's a punter i guess yep. mcafee getting called out for dropping coal on his head i love drake is as a ref mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh not a lot of wrestling here but the showboating is fun cole getting a lot of offensive now and mcafee taking a beating cole with a two count on the this crazy knee to the neck move uh beth really getting into the announcing here and all excitable near misses on both sides mcafee flips off the top rope and lands on his feet then in one jump is back on the top rope before a huge suplex okay that was cool he yep. goes from the mat up to the top rope crazy like, yeah it was yep. pretty awesome yep see i don't see many people doing that other than like the um uh uh the cruiserweights yep. um this is kind of crazy fun. McAfee kicks the steps and goes immediately into child's pose to help calm himself. Cole has McAfee in the figure <laughs> Wait, four. Wait, is that what he did? It, it, oh, my God. It's so, he kicked the steps, and then he was definitely in child's pose. <laughs> like, he was doing some yoga. That's funny. Um, Cole has McAfee in the figure four, and I honestly don't understand how that is a painful move without a bridge. It looks like a really restorative yoga move, actually. There's just a lot of yoga metaphors. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) McAfee kicks Cole, and it lands low after Cole was picking up some speed on offense. McAfee trying to end it all with a punt, but Cole kicked out because he's Adam Cole. Yep. McAfee jumping into a super kick. Panama City Sunrise for the win. This match was fun, despite the theatrics, and McAfee exceeded expectations, but he does have a great partner in Cole. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. Pat McAfee really exceeded expectations. I had heard, I'm, and I think maybe we had talked about it perhaps before, mm-hmm. but uh, that he was training. He's already been training for a while. Yeah. Uh, but his tra- his training is good. Uh, yeah, it's because, paid off. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I would say minus some, there are some nitpicks that one can have in his game. Oh, absolutely. But this is his first match. Uh, and it was pretty dang good. This is one of the best first matches I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, that's not to say like I'm going to sit here and give it a five or anything like that. But this was a really, yes, this was a really good first match. And McAfee, on top of being really good on the microphone, is also very capable in the ring and like hyper athletic. Uh, when they do that bit where Cole pushes him off of the top, he backflips off and lands on his feet like perfectly. And then and what up? And yeah. And then does that vault to the top, which I have seen people do, but not a lot of people do it. And that's mm-hmm. because it is very risky. And Pat McAfee is a, uh, I think I've only seen one other guy who is about his size do it. And yeah. that's um, uh, Shelton Benjamin, who is, uh, maybe like oh. the he's one of the most athletic guys I've ever seen in wrestling. Period, and I've seen him do it, but very few other people <laughs> I've seen do it. Yeah, uh, I thought he was tremendous in this match. I thought Adam Cole was great. Uh, he took the Panama Sunrise excellently. Uh, even yep. his even his flip dive to the outside was just 
gorgeous looking. I was mm-hmm. blown away at how much I enjoyed this. Uh, the right person won, but uh, Pat yes. McAfee, uh, I saw somebody say they should take all the money they were going to give to Gronk and give it to Pat McAfee instead, because uh, that guy should keep wrestling. He's yes. really good at it. Uh, so I for he's staying. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so for Pat McAfee's first match uh, ever in his life, I gave it uh, three and a half. Me too. Yay. Look at that. Grapple 3.47. Wow. I mean, what? What's happening? Wow. Um, All right. Okay. So uh, what do we have next? Uh, is it EO and Dakota? It is. For the women's title. This the show's been nothing title. but good matches so far, by the way. Yes. Um, okay. So EO dominated early but her flip sequence seemed to have landed just out just not completely and it looked painful well yeah it looked like she landed a little wrong when she was doing her 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 flip sequence but she was fine she rallied and she got all in this um raquel on the outside uh not getting physically involved but just enough to distract eo for dakota to make a move Dakota not falling for the tiger kick and is ready for everything that EO throws at her. Dakota just vicious with her moves here and has two covers. Uh, Raquel just yelling encouragement uh, and slow... Okay, sorry. It's a slow match here to start. EO has a near fall and Raquel was ready to jump in from the outside. Like, this lady literally... Her arms are so long. She was on, like, the outside and, like, she was ready to just, like, fly in there. Yeah. Um, EO picking up some momentum and the tiger kick landed this time drop kick off the top rope and we were picking up steam EO and a roll through and then a double stomp to Dakota and then another big and then another double stomp I guess we got two Mm -hmm. Uh, EO getting ready for some big moves but Dakota interferes with a scorpion kick all the kick tries uh, but Dakota and EO lands a bunch of knees in the corner wait I don't know what I was saying there I guess they were trying to do some kicks, but then it, it didn't land, and then there's there were knees instead. Yes. Uh, I am honestly not loving these two male announcers. Uh, like I Vic thought, Joseph and Corey Graves. Yeah, yes. I did not like them. Like I thought Tom Phillips was boring, um, but he's amazing compared to the two of them. Anyway, yes. uh, Dakota hanging upside down by the top rope, and Eo again with the stomps. That just looked ridiculously uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Kai gives Eo the chiropractor, but Eo kicks out, and then right into an armbar, and Dakota just being all kinds of nasty, and the ref trying to figure out what is going to happen here. Uh, Eo writhing in pain, and finally gets to the bottom rope for it to break. Eo getting caught in Dakota's new finisher, but Eo gets her foot on the rope to break it up. Dakota takes out the ref, and Eo gains some momentum and the win with the moonsault. Uh, but the ref was out. Yeah. Uh, Raquel gets involved and set up the cover for Dakota to win, but Eo is still able to kick out of the pin because the ref's back awake now. Raquel and Dakota just stunned. Uh, the ref is out a second time, uh, maybe, and Eo has Dakota in a crossface. Moonsault to the outside, taking out Raquel, and Dakota and Dakota, and then a third on the inside for the cover and the win. Yep. Yep, okay. Uh, I feel like I've seen them both deliver more, but still a great match. Good back and forth, and Dakota is just continuing to get more interesting. Uh, Yeah, I actually thought this was um, Dakota's best match in a while. I thought thought this was really good, and uh, maybe... uh, Yeah, probably tied for my favorite match on the show. Um, I really like them both together. Uh, and I, I mean, uh, it's a little weird 
how they put this match together, I think, only because I feel like the story has sort of been Dakota cheap shot. Like, at the beginning, Dakota gave EO the cheap shot, like, running out of nowhere and giving her the boot. But then since then, it's sort of been EO talking about how much of a scaredy cat Dakota is and oftentimes beating her up, if not for Raquel Gonzalez uh, coming to her aid. And then in this match, Dakota was just completely capable and didn't need mm-hmm. Dakota for most of it. I mean, or didn't need Raquel for most of it. And then, of course, um, she does come on at the end, but is foiled anyway. Um, that's a little weird how they sort of put that together. It feels like the story didn't gel too well. But other than that, the the match, the actual execution of stuff, I thought was really good. And I went three and a half. I also went three and a half. And just a side commentary on that, I will say a lot of these matches were very oddly put together. I feel like the only one that had good buildup was Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. And that's because of McAfee's uh, podcast. (laughs) Which they didn't really even cover that much on TV, which is weird. But yeah, Um, Grapple went 3.54. All right. So look at that. Ayo, Grapple. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So after the match, Raquel uh, starts going after Io, and then Rhea comes out for the save, which yes. is a bit weird. But honestly, just have Rhea clean it all up, clean up the women's division, and I am ready for a. I don't. I'm I'm torn now because Rhea's either going to have a Mercedes Martinez uh, feud or Raquel Gonzalez, and honestly, I think either would be really good. Yeah. So. Or they're backdoor teasing us for the. Uh, for the eventual uh, EO and Rhea match. Oh, I mean, did you see that at the beginning? (laughs) Did you see that at the beginning of the show? No. When they did. Games coming? Well, I mean, at the beginning of the show, they kind of had like the NXT, the TakeOver 30 logo, and in the X's were all like video footage and audio sound bites of better days in NXT, as far as I'm concerned, uh, where, where the sun was shining a little bit brighter. Um, there was like Bailey's title win and Finn Balor oh. and Shinsuke Nakamura and stuff like that. And then I'm shocked you missed this because I saw this and I'm like, Jacqueline must be delighted. I missed In that. one of the X's, it's just William Regal shouting war games. Oh my God, I need to find this because that is like... like... Just go back and rewatch the beginning of the show. It's just right at the beginning. It's the first thing that they do right after the the then now forever thing but i'm like they must have put that in there just for jacqueline it's true i feel like it's it's my favorite sound it's my favorite thing and i will say i'm very upset and listeners if you can help me with this it's greatly appreciated i have yet to find a meme or how is there not or a gif actually a gif would be the best i just want him with like the microphone like yelling into it go ball games like I feel like I need that in my I'm, life. I'm stunned that there isn't one on Twitter or something. That that blows I my mind. I haven't found one. I haven't been able to find one. No. So, well, the main event. Uh, well, before that, we oh. I think we have to make the uh, make notice note that um, we find out Champa's coming back. Next That's week. right. The answer to your question: Where's Tommaso Champa been? Where's he been? And it all makes sense after this match. Yes, our main event. <laughs> yes. So we get Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. Yep, for the title. For the title. Okay, Keith Lee getting a bunch of punches in here early. Now on the outside and still a lot of strikes. Does Karrion Cross have a moose tattooed on his back? Uh, oh yeah, he he has some kind of weird animal or an elk. It's something. Some yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I think it's his Patronus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
That's what it is. <laughs> the plexiglass being used very strategically in this match. Cross trying for a submission, but it's Keith Lee here, so he doesn't stand a chance. Slowing down significantly. Lee trying to make it back on offense, but short-lived. Some joint manipulation happening now by Cross, so we have slowed down even more. Scarlet's on the outside. I just made note of that. This yeah. match is kind of boring. They are having a cross match. Meanwhile, oops, hold on. Meanwhile, Cross is probably one of the few guys who could have Lee really showcase his abilities to the fullest extent. Yes. Just makes me crazy. Lee building up some momentum now. Bunch of kicks by Cross, and he gets Lee down. Cross trying to suplex Lee, uh, but Lee elbowing Cross in return, and Cross is finally down for a two count. Cross looking confused and angry every time Keith Lee kicks out, and his face is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Lee only has enough for one move to take down Cross. This match not nearly as fun as the rest of this card, and I blame Cross. Well, yep. Oh, I'm, I'm in total agreement. Lee not staying down for three. Cross has the straight jacket on. Um, oh, oh, yes. Um, sorry. Cross has the straight jacket on, and Keith Lee not out yet. Keith Lee holding Cross up for a significant period of time before dropping him, making the whole ring and maybe the room shake. <laughs> Off the top ropes, and Cross gets Lee for the belt. Lee dropped the title. What in the actual hell? I am speechless. Of all people, why the new guy? I do not understand this at all. And sadly, if Keith Lee is leaving, it wasn't his best match. We've seen him be so much better and amazing, and this is not what I wanted for to see tonight. Yeah, this was... Uh, I mean, it's clear that they were heading in this direction for Karrion Cross. I'm a little surprised they went this quickly with it, but... I agree. Uh, this was, in fact, Keith Lee's last night in NXT. He would debut on Raw the next night, which you said you saw. So, yeah. So, and I do... Or two want, nights so, from then, whatever it is. So, we also watched uh, SummerSlam in this household. Ah, I did not see I that. did not make the whole thing because too long um but my husband did as he was watching while it was happening live he did send me a video of um they put like a promo video of keith lee and then it said um uh debuting monday night raw or something like that so he he's of the impression and i agree he's like i think they put that together because people were so mad on twitter keith lee was wasn't the winner like the title holder anymore i'm like you're probably right because I did read Twitter. People were rightfully pissed. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that they were making that move. But, uh, uh, yeah, this was not a good way to go out. The no. This match was not that good. Uh, no. Cross, uh, Cross, in his crowning moment here, also got injured. Um, yes. He separated his shoulder. And I think I, I haven't heard anything other than that he was getting an MRI done. Uh, to see how bad the damage was because that would be bad for them to put the title on this guy and then for him to have to drop it because he needs to go get surgery or something. Um, like someone right would have it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, that would happen. Uh, I just was not, uh, like, I heard of the hype before the guy came in, but I haven't been overly impressive with him in the ring and I find his entrance that they've got for him, which isn't his fault. It's what they're doing with him, but uh, I find his entrance to be incredibly plotting and dull. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's loud and it's flashy, but you know, it it stretches out forever. 
I think part of it too is that he's just had some really he he's only really had squash matches. Well, For I guess part, besides yep. Champa and Dijakovic. Yep. And I think he did well against Champa, but I did not like the match with Dijakovic. I think he's Same. just boring. Yeah, he's just not that. He's exciting. not flashy. Yeah. yeah, he's just not that oh. exciting, and his and his power and his explosive stuff just doesn't even match up to like Keith Lee's explosive explosiveness no. or power. And even if Keith Lee's not doing something that blows your mind, like from a athletic standpoint, he'll do something that's like you know, oh wow, that sounded like he hit really hard, or oh wow, that looked yeah. really impressive power wise or something. This guy doesn't even do that, so yeah. uh, just. Not a fan of the whole presentation, and this uh, this amounted yeah. to two and three quarter stars for me. Okay, I went a little bit higher. Okay, um, I did go three and a quarter on this one, um, but I th- I think it was mostly some some of the big moves by Keith Lee. But I just man, what a yeah. Th- this I don't done very well at all. Like the build up, this rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, like of all people, like you put it on to put it on Carrie and Cross. I don't know, just didn't, doesn't sit right. Yeah, kind of a letdown. I thought. Uh, yeah. Grapple gave it two point six seven. Okay. So they weren't feeling it either, I guess. Um, I I don't completely disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what what did you make of Keith Lee's debut? Because I did read, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I did read that people had thoughts about it and they weren't good. Yeah, it was because he made his debut against um, Randy Orton. Oh wow, that's quite yeah. the debut, right? And and again, Randy Orton, someone who you can like really showcase against. You sure. know what I mean? Like, yep. um, and it just it just does it was just um, I don't know. I guess we're so we've seen so many great matches from Keith Lee. Yeah that I have a high bar because I know he's so good and what he's capable of. And then I don't know. It just felt a little plain. Yeah. Uh, plus people were really upset that they changed his gear and theme music as well. Apparently. Yes. Yes. Apparently though, he did address that on Twitter. I have not read it, but apparently he said something. Oh yes. He said, let, let me take care of that or something. Yes. (laughs) Um, so he's on top of it. Oh, but I do have a theory for Hmm. raw. I mean, it has, so it has nothing to do with our podcast, really, but just because I like my wild theories. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Retribution. Okay. At, I've heard right? of that. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know what it is. They're, they're the people dressed all in black and the ski mask. Oh, around, like, that the Antifa thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, there's, um, that WWE is saying isn't that. Yeah. I think um, that is going. They are going to be um, led by Dijakovic, and that his that will be his entrance into Raw. Oh, okay. And uh, it will be him and Keith Lee again. Oh, I mean, that would be a good way to. Do, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to do like one of their crazy matches in the Thunderdome in front of a bunch of monitors, yeah. uh, where people are like giving universal thumbs up or thumbs down, literally. Yeah. Uh, like. I know there's some people who like that. I saw the... I haven't seen it in full swing. I've only seen some screenshots of it, but uh, there's some people who really like it. I think it is... kind of epitomizes what I don't like about WWE's production, which is too mm. much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but, 
lasers and lights and panels like everywhere. <laughs> Everything is a panel or a light or a video screen. <laughs> everything is with the exception of the wrestlers but everything else is I am stunned Jacqueline they have not found a way to project a video onto the ropes yet so the they, turnbuckles I'm sure is coming <laughs> yeah I mean and they can definitely do the canvas so yeah See, and I don't know I'm wild conjecture I'm hoping that's not what happens but um, I mean that I mean someone has to be leading them or they yeah. all have to unmask at some point and yes um, that's where I think it's headed how is how about this for a refreshing change of pace for the next episode, Jacqueline? Uh, we know a lot about what's going to be on it. Do we? I know there are going to be three matches, including two title matches. Mm-hmm. Plus, we are going to have uh, Tommaso Ciampa's return and Karrion Cross will be addressing the uh, the NXT cameras, I guess, fans, the wrestlers that are in the crowd there. Uh, he'll be addressing them. Presumably, I would hope to let us know what's going on with him uh, physically, but who knows otherwise. The three matches that have been signed are uh, Breezango challenging Imperium for the tag team titles. Uh, I think that match. I think that ends. That match ends in a disqualification. Ah. Call that. Uh, we mm-hmm. also have uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Hmm. And uh, the main event, and your main event, of course, uh, any day or all day, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott challenging uh, Mr. Santos Escobar. That's going to be a great match. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And that, yeah, that'll be a great match, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so a lot, we know quite a bit going in, which is... That's a lot coming off of a takeover week. Yeah, a pretty refreshing change of pace. Uh, which is nice because I remember the old hangover takeover days or the takeover mm-hmm. hangovers where there wasn't much to talk about. So we'd go review an NXT UK episode, which, yeah. by the way, apparently uh, coming back NXT UK. Yes. September 17th. After many, many months away. And also, I think firing like half the staff for uh, sexual assault allegations. I think there were like two wrestlers and two referees. And, they all, have people been fired? I haven't even heard that. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know, uh, I know. Ligero, Ligero was gone, and oh, Travis yeah. Banks is gone, and a couple of referees. And I know that one of the coffees was uh, suspended mm-hmm. or is still suspended. Um, yep. What about Devlin? Uh, he should be gone too. I haven't heard anything about Devlin. <gasps> he might be suspended, but I, I haven't heard Makes anything. Me so angry. Okay. Well, I mean, that other guy was featured prominently on this show, and we all know what happened there. So. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gallagher, Gallagher, whatever his name is, was fired too. Gallagher, so I'm like, you, Gallagher was fired. Yes. You can't. He, it's, it's so inconsistent. That's my problem. Anyway. Well, yeah. If they if they think you're uh, expendable, then you're gone. Yeah. But if they see right. something in you. Uh, they're going to try to dance around everything as much as humanly possible. So, And that something is called money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is weird because they get their money from TV rights deals these days and don't really rely on making any one person a big star. So I have no idea what they're, what they're really thinking anymore, but whatever. Uh, I, that's a happy way to end the podcast, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can, I'll just try to sound as happy as possible uh, where you can check out the archives of the show 
<laughs> and uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can come back next time and hear Jacqueline and I talk about more wrestlers that probably shouldn't have their jobs anymore. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, we might be headed in that direction, uh, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it'll just be a nice, fun, clean show uh, next week. Uh, featuring, of course, Santos Escobar defending the NXT Cruiserweight Championship against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah.